Oh, damn. I clipped that. Clipped that. What's up, Tay Boy? Can you reach in your glove box there and give me registration? What's up? Hell no. Hell no. You want to fuck your Okay, now. These two cops done pulled us over. Now, now, they ain't just me. No, hell no, they ain't just me. They trying to mess with me. Okay. Let's tell me what time we gonna wake up, man. We should be over here in a minute. I'm 12 o'clock. Why, why are you in the car? Melt like it's hot wax, put it out, all the stores, bet you can shop that. Leave a nigga with a hot hat, frontin' like bad boy and got tracks. You can stop that. There's no guy slicker than this young fly nigga. Nickel nine nigga, float you die quicker. This bedtime, out of town pop ripper. Turn Chris Dallas to a crooked eye sipper. Everybody wanna be fast, see the cash. Fuck around and reach staff, get a heat rash. Anything a bad boy, the way we smash. Wanna be the one you respect, even when your back rock your shots, your silks over still be next. Got things never seen, so you suck my juice, clutch my ooze. Anything I touch, I bruise. Fuck make it own law, nigga, fuck your rules. Right. Good fellas, you know you can't touch us, dude. Gonna push us, cause we're close to the edge. We're trying not to lose our heads. Set. Ain't got a Benz that I ain't even drove yet. Push us, cause 
support Black Business Night. So that's what we're doing. All right. So we got Curtis. He's uh, coming in with us tonight. Curtis Entertainment Productions of Behind the Scene Radio. How you doing, Curtis? Hello. How you doing? All right. Kind of speak uh, loud so they uh, guests can hear you as well. Yeah, I'm here. So, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I hear you. Okay, okay. We okay. was kind of hoping you'll come in on the live video too, if you could. Yeah, for some reason, it's, I don't know, it's Instagram is acting crazy tonight. Okay, well, that's good. That that That's fine. That's fine. Okay, they're going to get me. <laughs> so what's going on? What's going on? Man, just uh, sitting back, just thinking, smoking some weed. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah. Man, yeah. Uh, yeah, just thinking. Natural. I smoke too. Yeah. Natural is a healing to- thing. Yes, ma'am. It is. Mm-hmm. I got I got some back problems. Okay, yeah, I, uh, I actually uh, have sciatic nerves. It's one of the yes. reasons I smoke weed. As a matter of fact, I just had an epidural a few weeks ago for my back, so. Oh, wow. I understand your pain. So, I hear that uh, you've been around Philadelphia for for a while, and yeah. uh I've been supporting Philadelphia for a while. You know, I've seen some of your moves and things uh, like that, listen to your station. And Mm -hmm. some of my uh, friends, you know, turn me on to your station, stuff like that. You know, Mm so I'm here to support Black businesses all businesses and brands, but tonight is, and you know, with the things going on in the world today, I want to put a little bit more focus on supporting black businesses. So we okay. want to hear all about your business. And okay. You. <laughs> and me and what I, okay. So where do we want to start at? Well, I mean, Let's start. Uh, well, I'm originally from uh, Kansas City, Missouri. I was born in 1981, so I'm 39, about to be 40 years old. Originally from Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, my mom is from originally from uh, Marksville, Louisiana. My uh, dad is born in Kansas City, but my my family family is originally from Tulsa. His side of the family is from. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, I went to Northeast High School. Went to Clearfield, Utah. I went to Job Corps in Clearfield, Utah. I've traveled all over the United States, from California to Texas, Oklahoma. Lived in Minnesota for a little. Minneapolis, Minnesota for a little bit. Lived in Jersey. I lived in Camden. I lived in Mount Holly. Pemberton, Trenton, 
when I first moved to the East Coast, oh, and then I moved to uh, 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 yeah, and I was uh, yeah, I like to travel. I've always been uh, one thing of uh, like one of my first jobs. Um, was at a traveling, I worked for a traveling, it was like a circus or, um, it was like a traveling circus, I used to put like the rides together and stuff. And I traveled doing that, at one point time I did, uh, we were selling like this spray and, and it like took, um, stains out of like carpet, basically. Took stains off of anything. So I did that for a little bit. I don't know, I did all kind of crazy jobs. But the most fulfilling job that I had was behind the scenes radio because I actually. It was what? The, the, my, my favorite job that I never had, not even job. Job. I look at it as um, my what, what I'm supposed to be doing at life is behind the scenes radio and helping the community. Okay, you're a true hustler, true hustler. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Try to um, stay on the thing because you fade out a little bit when you talk. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, so I must say you've done a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, not not really. I really have. I haven't done enough. I don't feel like I'm where I should be. I don't feel like my radio show. I, if anybody feels like they're where they should be, something is wrong with them because you got to keep growing every day. You like my parents told me, you're not done till you're gone. You're not grown till you're gone. Exactly. Exactly. So what what do you find the most difficult part of having this uh, radio station? Because me, you know, with my little thing going on, the podcast, you know, podcast radio station, actually uh, most of it seems the same. To me, you know, what do you mm -hmm. struggle with? Um, or do you struggle? I struggle with. I'm. I'm be honest with you. Um, right now, my main thing is just getting people to really invest in themselves to spend the the thirty dollars to get the interview to get their music played in 32 different countries, just not the little town or the little city that they live in. Most artists that I run into have a big head. They think because they homies or they family or they little followers on Instagram know them like that's enough. Like that's going to get them signed. Like that's going to get... Uh, some major label looking at them or that's going to get uh, Jay-Z to recognize them. Now, you got to do more than that. You got to put the work in. You got to put the years in. You got to pay the money. You got to... I mean, it's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's not easy. It's not going to be easy at all to get to where you're trying to get to. 
Uh, but you got to pay your dues. When they say, when you hear rappers say, oh, they pay dues, oh, it wasn't free. It was never free. To get your, okay, so for instance, to get your music played on my radio station, it's $30. Okay. To get your music played on a FM or AM radio or FM radio station, that's going to run you like at least 20 racks, $20,000. Yeah, but you you you're and you're probably doing a little more than the radio station is doing a lot more because yeah, although you want to promote them, you also want to promote yourself. So therefore, you're sharing it yeah. so much, and the things that you're uh, connected to, it's going everywhere. Like my, like I'm going on like 14 different platforms. At the same time. Yeah. With a radio station, they're the radio station and they're the app. Right. You know, and they def and they definitely not putting up flyers saying I'm going to play your song. Right. And stuff like that. And and they're not it's promoting not, it to other people. They they're not sharing it constantly. Yes, they can't tune they can't tune in uh like if you if they don't have like XM radio and or stuff like that. Like once you drive out of Philadelphia, you're not gonna get the station or whatever stuff like that right. as well. Right. So it's a lot of benefits right. to internet radio. Right. You can listen anywhere at any time. And it doesn't matter if you at work, at your job, you could be walking down the street. You can be chilling with your kids. You can be in your living room. You can be in your bedroom, reading a book at any time. You can listen. It's just not uh, just when you're listening to your radio. It yeah. can be on your cell phone. It can be, you know what I'm saying? Anytime. Yeah. So, I mean, you could just, it's easy. And, and you know, the recaps and stuff too. And it's easier for, artists to save, you know, the, th the, qu the quantity and, the, you know, stuff that we do for, for yeah. them, you know, they can pick it up and use it for their resumes and, and things yeah. like that, where they can't do that with the radio station, you know? Yeah. You can always, you can always go back, for instance, on the website that, that I use blog talk, you can always go back Click on it, download it, send it. You can send the interview that you did That's with me to about. someone else. That's what I'm talking about. So, you know yeah. what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. So, uh, well, we got we, we got some uh, people in the room that say hi. Shout out to uh, Stylist. She's with me every, every broadcast. Shout out to um eight seven Yule Beats. Forgive me if I mess up your name, but shout out to all our listeners and viewers out here in the podcast land. <laughs> we do. We got, you know, I got a few listeners out in Ireland, Canada. United States is mostly big. UK you know, I I even got some uh, people out there in the UK that uh actually actually spins the music for me. So 
Yeah. So I actually just interviewed an artist from um where is he from, DC? Where? Yeah, Sydney, Australia. I just actually interviewed an artist from Sydney, Australia, uh Sunday they just passed. Oh wow! And he was in he was yeah. in Sydney, Australia, at this time. So right now in Sydney, Australia, it's twelve o'clock p.m. afternoon time there. Yeah, that's another thing too. You know the uh, way we do it. Our platform is easier for us to connect and reach with people. You know, outside of the United States, where the radio station, right. you know. That they're not dealing with it the way we're dealing. They're dealing it with the phones and different things. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, so we give we what we're trying to do is give brands and artists a lot of exposure on our stages. Just uh, you know, spreading things around at a low cost because of the area that we work in and who we service you know right because a lot of artists don't have the money to spend you know five hundred dollars or two hundred dollars to get no spin on because i've uh, contacted a lot of different internet radio stations and they charge two three hundred dollars they packages be high and you're not really getting anything from them. You're not getting any services. They're just going to play a song one or two times, and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to get the interview. You're not going to get your, your your music spin doing the radio, doing the interview. You're not going to get tweeted, Facebook, and Instagram, and all that good stuff all at the same time. A lot of them just play your song, and that's it. Well, you know what, Curtis? We being nice right now. But what I want to say is, <laughs> okay, don't laugh. <laughs> what I want to say is, I've seen, I could because I'm an artist manager myself. Okay, I have an right. artist, and the one thing, and a lot of people come to me for this. I'm telling you, a lot of people. Janet, is this a scam? <laughs> It's a lot of bullshit marketing out there. Why are y'all doing this to these artists, just raping them? And, and, and everybody's, you know, marketing. I just want everybody to be careful uh, and, you know, just scope out, find out, find out, like, what's, what is the following on this marketing plan that these people have for you every time you turn around? Well, I feel like if an artist is getting scammed, that's, that means that they're not doing their own research. That's when I got scammed, I got I, I didn't research it. I, I didn't go on Google. I didn't... See, my thing is... If, okay, so I just recently had a, some type, a type of company come at me to be like a sponsor for them for their clothing company. So I wanted to know if they were scams. So I went and I investigated this company. I went and Googled them. I wanted to find out how many pages they got. I don't know, the YouTube. I want to find out all information I can about this company. Come to find out that they were scams. The reason that I found out they were scams because I investigated I just didn't go with it just because they said, oh, we can help you out. And then so the end, you, my first question was, well, why me? 
And I'm not paying for anything because nine times out of 10, when you have to pay for something, especially something like that, if they're wanting you to promote their stuff, you shouldn't have to pay for it. Kind of like a, a sponsor. A sponsor, you should never have to pay for any sponsor ever. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so, you, well you know what? It depends on what you're paying for. You know what I mean? Sometimes, now it's very rare, but sometimes there is a small requirement because that shows your, the seriousness, you know, if you're serious or not. Because I've gotten so much bullshit from people saying uh, hitting you up, emailing you they want to get an interview interview, and just like you said, as soon as you mention that $30, it disappears right you never hear from them again and you a lot of them is just cheap so, so a lot of them they'll spend $30 on weed or whatever exactly. or $100 on shoes but don't want to spend it on it they just want somebody to put them on. They don't want to work to get put on. Yeah, they want, want everything free. You don't, you don't want to spend $50 and get that hard copy of that magazine with yourself in that. You don't want that, nah. Right. Nobody, they don't want that. That's what it seems like to me. You know, and I got platforms that I work my ass off for these artists and I charge just a little bit of money and also uh you know you guys right now we're taking donations tonight so support us and support me the link is uh anchor.fm first lady or real i got it tagged up here on instagram you can click that link and you can support me for as low as 99 cent a month okay let's get it popping Sorry, I had to come in with that. <laughs> That's right. We're doing a donor thing because we got something good. We always giving back to the artists. We always giving yeah. back to the brands. We always giving back to the businesses. You know, every time somebody patronizes our business, we have, we, you know, we, we do something for them extra special all the time. Just like you said, you know, with the promotion, I do stuff they don't even know they're, they're being promoted. You know right. what I mean? And it's an ongoing thing. Because if I'm showing it, I'm promoting it. You know, the so, crazy thing is uh, as an artist, because at one point in time, I was an artist. And I did music, and I got my songs in different, well, not in different, got heard by different people and, like, in movies and different different places. I had to, some of these things I had to pay for. It wasn't free. Of course not. Um, but a lot of artists out here believe that they need to get things for free because their name is popping in their neighborhood or they homies keep blowing their head up and not telling the truth like yo you need to work like my friends i don't i don't have okay do i have any friends 
okay, no, nah, I don't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's so much bullshit with them friends. But I'm, that's hot, man. I'm, I'm cool with not having any friends. That means that I don't have to deal with bullshit. Exactly. That means that I don't have to worry about somebody calling me talking about, yo, um, I don't know, somebody fucking with me and now I got to jump up out of my bed in the middle of the night and go shoot a motherfucker for some stupid shit I really don't know nothing about. True. Like, <laughs> some real shit. But, um... What was I trying to say? Uh, uh, You're saying that the uh, hood hoods blowing their heads up. Saying, saying oh yeah, yeah. Uh, their friends are not telling them like well, the the friends that I did have. A lot of the my friends that I had were artists, and I will always tell them and be honest with them about if I didn't like a track that they had, if it wasn't hot, if it was hot. Um, I even do that with my cousins because they do music also and they send me music or even artists that send me music to the radio station. I tell them if the music is hot or not. I'll still play their music, but I'll critique them before I actually play the song because I want them or after I play the song because I want them to know, you know, someone is going to be honest with you and tell you the truth. Everybody's not going to lie to you. That's like, for instance, if you go on to a TV show and you really trying to push yourself. Like, I tried it. I, I accidentally tried it. And I didn't get that far, which made me realize, like, maybe that wasn't my lane. Some people need to be told, yo, listen, that's not your lane. That's my lane. <laughs> that's your lane. That's to tell lane. People. Yes, I have platforms, you know. Like, I'm, I offer... Um, a brand building platform, and I and what I do is I take one song, think everything that you got to it for fans to reach your uh, merchandise, to reach your music, uh, digital platforms where you can buy and listen to the music just just from that one song. And I charge $40 to push that one song for 30 days. And also uh, um, make sure that you get up to 20 reviews from real people. You know, that's how I'm pushing. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? See, I'm, 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 and I'm guess what? That too, but and don't nobody want to. Guess what? <laughs> You offer yeah. it. Yeah, well, I got yeah. people on mine. I got like eight eight artists on there. And guess what? I'm what? number one on the platform for Philadelphia Hip Hop. Oh, wow. Uh, number one this week. <laughs> Hold steady for two weeks. But that way, yeah, we had to fight for it. It's a lot of work. You know what I mean? Uh, and if you look on the, see, this is what I mean about weed, weeding things out and learning stuff. They also, we're back. Yeah. So like I was saying, and then I frequently send the stats to the artists and stuff like that. And they can see the numbers growing. You know what I mean? So that's important to me. You know that 
I watch the algorithms and things grow. You know, if it ain't growing, then don't work. But what I was saying was, if you Google the platform that I use, you can see the reviews where everybody says it's a scam. It's a scam. It's. Not, I looked at it and said, "Let me see what this scam is." You know what I mean? And I looked at it. Okay, they had a free version. You know, I took the free version, and I said, let me see what happens, okay? We start getting music play. They said it, it, it's a scam, you know what I mean? So I was just stayed on it and stayed on it and stayed on it. And our numbers started growing, you know? So I kind of figured that the, the platform out. Y'all niggas ain't got time for this shit. You know what I mean? But I do. And you got to pay me to do it. It's not a scam. It's a brand builder. We selling all kinds of shit on there. Music, merchandise. Like, we got a subscribers list up the yin-yang. It's pretty good, Curtis. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Uh, now we can hear you. Yeah. All right. All right. So, uh, I wanted to ask you. We was talking. Say you said that you was an R and B artist and and stuff. I know you know we know you are video show CEO. You uh, also had some uh, mixtapes. And yeah. you know, coordinated a lot of, you coordinated a lot of media, put it that way. And yeah. um, well, I got some of your music, <laughs> and I think listeners would like to hear some. What do you think? Yeah, let's start with um, platinum chick, platinum girl. Let's start with Platinum Girl, but, it, but it's named Platinum Shaker. Song that I've seen. All right, I got it, but let me um, hold on one second. Because I don't want to blow it. <laughs> blow up. Hold on. We go. We go. This thing. This thing. Platinum girl. Stop. 
my voice is gone. I smoke too much cigarettes and weed. <laughs> <laughs> That's why my voice is deep. I can't sing a lick. I really like that. That's when that's when summertime. Honey, honey, do something. After that, honey, after that, honey, do anything. That's what I call honey, honey do some. Uh, yeah. yeah I, I, really, I really like it. Um, were you singing with a live band? Uh, no. Nah, so actually, um, it was re- all three of us recorded in three different places. Um, uh-huh. so Tiffany, which was the girl, she um recorded it that in my cousin's studio in Kansas City. I recorded here in Philadelphia and Gooby, he recorded in Virginia. Okay. We just had a good uh, a person that was really good at uh, mixed. You know, my cousin Russ uh, mixed everything down. It sounded really decent. It sound, to me, it sounds like the band was live. It's pretty good. And I like the production on it. Oh, so, and then also at that time, um, as an artist, I really was just getting into the music. And a lot of artists, well, well at that time, I didn't know nothing about. So I used to go on SoundClick and uh, download beats. And so that's a beat from... SoundCloud, that's not even actually a song that I can actually say that it is. Well, it's my song. It's our song, all of our songs, but it's not my beat, my original beat. So that was before I started being a producer. Oh, really? That wasn't bad at all. At all. Wow. So, I mean, what else we got? I want so, to give a shout out. I want to shout Nisi out. Yeah, she's listening. She's on here with me right now. She's right next to me. Shout out to Nisi the Royal in the building. I hear, I hear you uh, got something new uh, coming up. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm trying to get um, How You Live in Radio. I started it before. And it was short-lived. I'm trying to get it right back up again. Well, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to give you all the support that we can out here because we need big voices. Big voices right now. And uh, we need a little more understanding because we're destroying ourselves. Yeah, it's supposed to be a platform basically for women. Um, hopefully, it'll have some men listening. It gives them a better sense. I'm I'm trying to do like the opposite of Steve Harvey. I'm trying to I'm trying to get exactly. But see, the whole difference is Steve Harvey was just coming off saying what he would tell his daughters. Right. I, on the other hand, and Curtis can, can attest to this. I play devil's advocate. 
I, I, I can tell you what a guy would say. I can tell you what a girl would say. Am I right, Curtis? Yeah. So on that, on that aspect, I, I, I'm not one or the other. My brain is a little bit tweaked differently than most females. Oh I kinda, wow! And actually, like I, I didn't tell Curtis several things. Well, look, this is why your baby mom do this. This is what you should do. And he's like, no, I don't think so. Then he'll go and say, he's like, yeah, you were right. I'm like, yeah, I know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm get, I get that. Yeah. Uh huh. See, see, Curtis, he don't know. Well, he do know what he's dealing with, but ain't too, ain't too many things gonna slide by with a mind like, like yours, Nisi. And Curtis, as very real. So, uh, y'all got something powerful over there, like you know, and that's what we need. That's what we need. You know what I mean? We need we need stand up people to talk. Let us know what's happening. Even though we know what's happening, we think we know what's happening. You need to know what's happening. But a lot of a lot of us don't really know what's going what's going on. For instance, <laughs> let's get into it. COVID nineteen is not real. Oh, okay, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. Hold on. Let, let me let me refer, let me phrase it. Let, let me say it right. COVID nineteen is right, but the planned the planned demic because it was planned. It was it, okay. First of all, COVID nineteen has a uh, patent, which means that it was created by someone. It was created in the United States in two thousand and fourteen by a group of people um, and sold to China. So it's more to it than what we know. It's, it, I think that it honestly, I, I believe that it honestly is leading us to the one world order. I believe that it is leading us to the vaccines. Look at it. I mean, just really pay attention. If you're paying attention to the news, the news put up a thing, uh, uh, what are three things that, that, that are going on? Let's Three things that are frustrating you the most. Parents, what's frustrating you? Three things that are frustrating parents the most. You know what the parents said? They said, uh, kids are not getting their work done for uh, school. They're not able to be able to get their work done for work. And the kids are not learning properly, which means that with everything that is going on, that is going to force, well, what this, what's going to happen is, uh, the government right now is torturing us with this situation that's going on, and then the 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 cure is the vaccine. So you want your kids to go back to school so that they'll get out of here, take this vaccine. Oh, you want to go back to the gym and work out, take this vaccine. Oh, you want to be able to go inside the stores, but not even just going in the stores, but going in the stores and being able to walk around without a mask on, take the vaccine. You take the vaccine and everybody's going to start dying because what most people don't know is when they give vaccines to people, half the people that they give the vaccines to is vaccine. Half the people that they give the vaccine to is not a vaccine. It's just liquid inside a thing. You think that it's a vaccine. Placebo. So you think that it's a So basically, all we are in the world right now literally are 
We are nothing but guinea pigs to the COVID-19 vaccine, period, point blank. That's just what it is. Point blank, you're right. I never even looked at it that way. You know, who who's to tell if they give you the vaccine if it's not placebo? And how do you know if it's not going to kill you? And how do you know if there's no side effects? Because they already gave they already gave the vaccine to Africans and to a thousand people in Africa, right? And already in the United States, and already those thousand people already eighty percent already had side effects, like a lifetime side effect to the vaccine for the car. Well, yeah, it's, it's side effects, not a lifetime side effect, but side effects already to the COVID-19 vaccination. So you don't well, really know what... Yes, yeah, it's the hard thing to do because they have our our backs already up against the wall. So uh, what are you going to do? Like, I've been protecting myself from the COVID all this time and like you know what I mean? I I don't have a problem about wanting to send children to school, you know. But what the problem that I do have is when I see a parent walking in in the grocery store or down the street and they have a mask on and the child doesn't. Like I have a problem with that. And I, I have understand. a problem. I actually had COVID. And I was one of the essential workers going to and from work every day faithfully wearing a mask. Wore a mask to work, wore a mask at work, wore a mask coming home from work. I contracted COVID. It, it, it's not a very fun thing to have. If, if you get it and you're not asymptomatic and you have severe symptoms, it, it can be very deadly. It can basically, you don't know if you're going to die. You don't know if it's going to get better. You don't know when it's going to get better. You don't know if it's going to get worse. So I had it. I, I almost died. I literally, I had it. I almost died. And thankfully, I, I got over it. I have, I have a couple of side effects from it, but I, I, for the most part, got over it. But as far as the mask thing goes, it's bull. Because, like I said, I wore a mask and I contacted it. Um, my my daughter and my grandkids did not contact, and I was around them. Curtis was around them. They never got what I got. My daughter so the, had it as well. So the mask thing is, and you got football players who, who are going to play now. They're not wearing masks. NFL. You have NBA players not wearing masks when they're playing. You have boxing going on right now. They're not wearing masks. So the whole thing about, oh, this, this thing is so severe and everybody needs to wear a mask. You have contact sports where people are up in each other's face. You can't get no closer than boxing. People are up in each other's face, bloody, bloody, everything else. But they're allowing this. So if, if this thing is so bad, contagious and, and all this, I don't understand how you can allow these people to have these activities but tell children you can't go to school. Because because it's it's political and it's money. That's why it costs them to house those children and make preparations for those children to go to school. 
But that NFL is gonna bring in that money. Yeah. That's that's all marketing. You don't sell, I mean, you're gonna sell sneakers and jerseys and stuff like that, but you know, people not buying people are not it's a big market. People are not buying that stuff if no sports is not playing. They just wear the old stuff. You know what I mean? They're not rooting for their teams and stuff most like that. It's a big market in sports. Most, most people are going to buy the gear to the game. There, you cannot go to the game. So it's not like they you don't, don't want to be out here. It's not even important to sit there and go to the game. They want to televise. Y'all. They want them to play. They don't care. Well, people, I feel like people don't care. They not, they don't, they're not, they're slaves to what is going on and no one really cares as long as it's not really harming them or they're not having to deal with it for as long as they can wear masks inside the store and get their food. They really don't give a fuck that what, what's going on. They don't care. That That's what I care. think. They I think, people, I, I'm not trying to cut you off, but I think people just want to send their kids to school because they don't want to fucking feed them. They want the <laughs> free lunch. Right. Because they, they don't even feed them any other way. That's what I'm going <laughs> to school for anyway was, was the heat, air conditioning. They don't have heat. that they still uh, hustling and handing out uh, lunches in school and saying that uh, kids wouldn't otherwise eat. Like, you know, that, that, that that's crazy. What do, what do you mean? But, but that doesn't even make any sense. Parents are selling their food stamps. They're not buying their food. The ones who get food stamps are in the, when you have a certain amount of children, you get a certain amount of food stamps. So they, they make sure you have enough to buy food for your family for a month. They don't go, they go and buy some crab legs and some exotic seafood. Yeah. Hair done, their nails done, and they buy outfits so they can go out to the bar. So the kids aren't eating what they should be eating. Well, here's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. How's that? You should. <laughs> well, one of our viewers says first they say they don't work, then they said uh, wear them. He's talking about the mask, and he said, and then they they lessen the spread. But now they're saying uh, wearing masks is not healthy. So it's it's so much back and forth with the mask. It's not healthy. And I I actually had a conversation when I went to the doctor the other day with health professionals. You're breathing in your own carbon dioxide. You're bringing, breathing yeah. in the own, your own bad 
your bad your bad air that you're supposed to let out into the atmosphere, you're actually breathing it back in. Not only that, they have been proven, FDA, CDC, there are certain masks that do not work. You can blow a candle out through the mask. That means all kinds of stuff. If you can blow your air and feel your breath on your hand when you blow out, you you're, any kind of little diseases, little particles, viruses, yeah. whatever, can get they through get the mask. All masks aren't good, number one. Number two, you're breathing in your own carbon dioxide, no matter what mask you have on. So all you yeah. want to do is the system and make yourself sicker. Easily, easily ready to get sick. So means if you're sitting there wearing a mask and you're and you go and get the the um the vaccine, your immune system's already weakened. And people don't even the situation that we've been going through because they're telling us to stay inside the house. It was they was telling us to stay in the house. Now 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 you can now you can come out and but uh but but you're already yeah your immune system is already weak because you've been in the house. Uh and a lot of people don't even realize that you need the sun to stay healthy. So you staying inside the house and not being able to go out and not being able to get exercise. Not been able to move around, not been able to get yeah. kids having at home, and not be able to communicate with the kids is making them isolation. And if you're an only child, God help you. That means you have no siblings, no no playmates, nothing. You it's just you in a house by yourself. There's no outlet for you. So you're just you're, they're teaching you how to be antisocial. Yeah. And to stay in line and to do what they tell us to do. And don't act. That's what the mask is for. Oh, don't say nothing. You can't speak up. We're telling you what to do. You're going to do it. And that's just what it is. Yeah, cover your mouth and shut the fuck up and do what we tell you. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I'm just hoping that. So oh, have, I, think, I think the COVID is going to be around forever. You have police and firefighters walking around somewhere, masks, some don't. It's so vital for you to wear a mask. They're talking about trying to find people for not wearing masks. You see police officers and firefighters not wearing masks. But it's so severe. And they're going to they're, they're Philadelphia talking about finding people for not wearing one. 45 is not wearing one either. Right. You know that, right? Yeah. 45. Man. Yeah. Right. He, he, he ain't wearing no mask and he taking uh, whatever he thinks that's going to yeah. cure. You know what I mean? He thinks he's invincible, your president. One either. They came out to do the little Republican acceptance thing or whatever. She wasn't wearing one either. That's what I'm saying. He ain't, I ain't, I think I seen him one time in the mask. He said, okay, I'll wear it just because y'all want it. And, 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 and here's what well, he wore when he went to the VA hospital. But here's the thing. His secret service are the ones getting COVID. He probably has it and giving it to them. The secret service, and he, all, just about every single one of his secret service has been sick with COVID. But he had not wear the mask. Okay, but but just because he don't wear a mask, the Secret Service dudes they don't wear a mask. No, they wear. They're wearing the mask, but they're the ones that are 
one's getting sick. His service agent is if you ever see him walking around, he doesn't have a mask on, but the Secret Service has masks on. But his Secret Service are the ones getting COVID and getting sick. He's not getting sick. So evidently, he has it, and he's giving it to them because they're walking around with a mask. He, he don't have it. He's probably the only one that don't, uh, can't get, get it because of what's going on. <laughs> probably him that gave it to us. Good. Mm, I mean, we all we all know he ain't want to tell us about it. You know what I mean? Till it's spread through millions. Well, well, no, not really. Um, cause you know I really be paying attention to TV. I really be watching it. So when they actually came out with it, it was a guy. I can't think of um his name. He had came out and said that this is a military exercise. And he was sitting right next to him. Yeah, one of the military high-ranking officers. He said, this is a military um, exercise. He said it was a military exercise. And you've seen Trump say right on the side of him, why didn't you tell us? A lot of people don't understand what a military exercise is. The United States and the government never thought that we was really going to fall for it like we did. We fell for what they wanted us to fall for, and that is to start to implement martial law, to implement the one the one world order, to be able to take away cash, to be able to take away, as you see right now, they're saying that there's a change shortage. How How is there a change shortage when I remember as a kid, they had uh, dollar bills, dollar um, what are those the solid dollars? They Excuse still have it. We're gonna come right back on the live. We're gonna restart it. It's about uh ten seconds remaining. We're gonna keep talking on, on here on the podcast on the live on the Instagram. Okay, keep talking. Okay, on the viewers, come right back. Um, but yeah, uh. It's more. I, I honestly believe that it's more to it than what they're telling us. They don't want us to know what is going on. And if you don't want to, if you don't search it for yourself, and not just believe what is on television, television it's called television programming. It's called programming for a reason. It's called television, television for a reason. For a reason. I mean, and and we don't pay to none of those things because we're just going along in the matrix. We're just going along in life and just la 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 la. She said la 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 la. Yeah, everybody's in la la land because they think everything is okay, but it's not. Yeah, we believe that you know, my biggest thing right now what's going on with the police killing um, us, right? And a lot of our people don't want to hear this. And they're going to keep, they don't want to take responsibility and just, I, I, you know what? I, you know what? I'm, a, I'm just going to be honest tonight. You know what? Our people, our people's biggest problem is, is that we don't want to take responsibility for what we're doing to our own people now. 
not saying exactly police officer that has did what they have did should not be hung, shot, locked in jail for the rest of their life. Uh, the fucking electric chair. I'm not saying that it should not happen. They should get persecuted to the fullest length. You know what I'm saying? But also, how many kids died in Philadelphia this weekend or this week? How many black people are getting killed in Chicago? How many people, how many gang members are killing each other every day in L.A., on the streets of L.A.? How many of us brothers are shooting each other every day in Philadelphia? But Black Lives Matter. I don't want to hear that shit. I hate hearing that. I don't want to hear it no more. I don't want to fucking hear that Black Lives Matter because it don't fucking matter. These black people don't give a fuck. Uh, Philadelphia, put it this way, you know, and all the other cities that uh, people getting killed. Listen, all right. They once said, and I believe it was uh, who, 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 who said it, Cassidy or, or whoever said it, whatever. I'm wrong. Niggas get killed every day, right? All right. Whoever said this shit, okay. Too many niggas is getting killed every day. Right. Every day. I, I, this is upsetting to me. Every day. What is it? What is it? What is it coming to? Why are we doing this? You know what they just do? Supposed to Guess what? I got an explanation for the white police officers that are killing the black Folks, I have an explanation. I can't explain this shit. Right. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I know why the cops are killing us. The cops are killing us because when you see when they see them, they're trained. When when you're in fear for your life, kill or be killed. Okay? Right. When they see a black Skin, the fear kicks in. Kill or be killed. You got it? Right. They're already in fear as soon as they see your skin. Right. When they see a white person, they're not scared. That is the difference. Here's, here's the stupid white person can have an assault rifle aimed at you or you, you, you already know they didn't shot up a building they done blew up some shit but you don't point your guns at them you, you, you arrest people and you take them to go out and eat a Burger King and McDonald's a black person who has done nothing has no weapon you have your weapon pinpointed at them and wind up shooting them seven times in the back or you shoot a point blank they're facing you with the hands yes. up. I don't think shit. I just told you. I just told you. It's not about what you got or what you do. It's about the color of your skin. They are trained. <laughs> they are in fear already. They are trained to kill when they are in fear for their lives. So they are scared of the black skin. That's fear when they pull up on you. 
when they pull you over and ask you to roll down that window and you roll it down and you're a black man, they're shaking in their boots. They're scared. Okay? So that's why pulling out your driver's license and your registration gets your ass shot. But why? Why? Because they're scared. They're scared. They don't trust you. They don't trust you. They don't trust you not to do anything. From programming on TV. Police officers have to be uh, deprogrammed. They do. Well, we we got about 20 minutes left here. So I think Do you want to hear some more music? Some more music? Yeah, yeah. Let's play one more song. Let's play um, the one that you thought that wasn't uh, my song. I didn't say that. Don't say that was your song. I check songs, (laughs) y'all. I check songs because I want the artist to get credit for it when I stream them. That's all. I was asking. Let me explain this song before we do this. So, okay. um, my uncle, shout out to uh, Money G, the Ghost Rider, uh, from Kansas City, Missouri. Um, so, uh, he had came out with a uh, with a movie called Welcome to Killer City, with a uh, freeway and net. And so he the uh, and that had got like a million. You can go and check out the full of uh, the first version of Well Welcome to Killer City. Part one, you can go and look that up on a YouTube. They got like five million views on there. So he came out with the second part, and he was looking for artists to uh, get their music put on there. Uh, and this is why I'm saying, well, you got to put views in. I had to pay to get, even, and this is my uncle, I had to pay to get the song on the soundtrack and in the movie for the simple fact is, he like, y'all, I don't give a fuck who you is. Nigga, you still got to do it because you got to put your dudes in. I ain't let nobody slide. So I understood that, right? So I paid my dude to get it on there. It's supposed to be on Netflix. Well, he's working on getting it on Netflix. He also has another movie coming out. Uh, Welcome to Killer City Part 2. What? Now, hold on, my fault. That's already out with Glenn Plummer. And then he has another movie coming out with... Uh, what's my, my brother on there, Ines. Oh, where Omar Gooding has another movie coming out with Omar Gooding. Also, he has another one coming out with uh, oh, I can't think of his name right now. But anyway, so uh, this this song that's about to be played is on the soundtrack for Welcome to Killer City Part Two. Okay. Yeah. Soundtrack. Uh, so that was about four years ago. It has over two million views. It's it's still pretty good. All right, so let me look it up so we can get into it. Hold on, hold on a sec. Thirty eighteen. Put it back in this. I've been waiting for this one, baby. Let's go, Rob. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, 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 uh,
want to show me the Yes, who's back for round two? Uh-huh. Willing, dealing, and chilling with my motherfucking crew. Yeah. It's me, Money G, and Kurt ENT. Uh-huh. We here to take the industry. You blind and can't see. Yeah. Me and my niggas kick it like my name is Sun Tzu. Yeah. You and your niggas bitchy like a slew of shit. Yeah. You and your niggas tricky like the whole in the group. Man, these bitches itching to get close to the crew. See, Kurt will point you out. I put the board in your mouth and have G say a prayer before I blow your brains out. No doubt. See, me and my niggas, we all got clout running with miracles. Go to low cutting in the crowd. It's best that when you in my town, that you get the way you best. Cause me and all my niggas don't play and don't test. You fuck around, get shot down the leg to the rest. We have your mama crying, no lines still on rest. find that full-length movie on YouTube. Um, Let me see. It's W2KCTV. As for the viewers, just go to YouTube and it's W2KC. Welcome to Killer City TV. Well, well, that track on um, Welcome to Killer City Part 2. Uh, unfinished, unfinished. Yeah, that's on. Uh, you can actually uh get a hold of them and order it. Uh, with Glenn Plummer on it. That's but the the first one with Freeway and Enet. Um, is on YouTube. Yeah, 
Might have been like, that's my brother. Ines is my brother. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> no, no, so, I mean, you did. You've been, you, you, you've been moving around, I see. You know, you work with a lot of uh, different uh, companies here, here in Philadelphia. So um, when I first got here to Philadelphia, I started with uh, musicnotch.com. Um, yeah, when they first moved, they're on the street with Skeet, Skeet and um, uh, Fox, Skeet and uh, Jay. Jay's the owner, and Skeet's the, like the system, or well, not Jay's the system, but he's a, the second man, second hand man. Uh, so I started a tweet for them, and uh, they, well, they hooked me up with the Trap House Battle League. I actually ended up being uh, the uh, head of media, the head media coordinator for the Trap House Battle League, and. Um, I helped them get signed to Smack URL. Smack. Helped them get a lot of. Yeah. <laughs> Actually met Smack person. Oh, uh, yeah. at one of the- he's very nice. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Smack, cool, he crazy as shit, yeah. but he cool as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I never told so, secret. I-, I never told the secret. <laughs> a lot of different uh personalities just met people you know talk to different battle rappers i'm uh like really got to like really sit down i'm gonna be honest uh a bill collector i remember a bill collector he, yeah yeah he actually uh one day i was like man you know i don't think that i'm gonna really you know make it as far as i think that i am and bill collector he you know if you ever like if you know Bill Collector in person, he like real arrogant and he real um real real he real bold, but he real straightforward, real down to earth guy, but he's just real arrogant about it. He has an arrogance about himself because he knows who yeah. he is. I respect that about him. And he was like, Kurt, you fucking Curtis E N T, yo, like you know who the fuck you is? Like you know who you fucking with. He was and so from that point on, I always thought about myself like that. I had to think that he's like, think high of yourself, man. You don't know who the fuck you is. Like, man, you, you fucking put trap. And I actually did. I like really did carry trap house battle league like three months before it even started. Uh, three or four months before it actually started, I was like pushing him up hard. Like, um, it kind of messed with my relationship. You know, it was just all but but I went through it and I helped them get to that point, which actually helped me. The crazy thing is that anyone that has ever became famous started from the bottom. They had to help someone else first. And, 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 and you know what? The one thing that ours and and you have to remember is giving yourself that self-gratitude because, you know, don't look at what other people have achieved. Look at what you have achieved. Yeah. And that, and yeah. then you'll, you know, you'll see more of your work by giving yourself that self-gratitude. Uh, 
yeah, and and never give up on yourself. Even when it doesn't seem like it's growing, keep doing it. It was this um, thing that I posted today, right before the show. Um, it's uh, what is his name? Uh, uh, I can't think of the speaker. He's a very well-known um, speaker. What is his name, Ben? I can't think of his name right now. Um, yeah, I listen to him all the time. I can't think of his name right now. Les, what? Les Brown. Les Brown. Oh, Les Brown, uh, yeah. So uh, one of my, two of my favorite things to hear of Les Brown, I listen to it all the time, is one, uh, the Georgia Dome. It's not over until you won. That, that's my, one of my favorites mm. to listen to. I listen to it all the time. And then there's another thing that he says about the bamboo tree. And if you know anything about the bamboo tree, it, it takes five years for the bamboo tree to break ground. Basically, what he's saying is, is that when you plant this seed of the bamboo tree, no one is going to see this plant crack or a leaf or anything for five years and 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 the way that he the way that he says this is i could just see and, and look at it as my radio station i've been doing this now for eight years and you really don't see too much but i know that other you may not see it but other people see it in other countries or hear it in other countries and i, I could just see people in their mind walking or just saying Curtis, you got this radio station for five years and it ain't doing nothing. I don't see it going nowhere. I don't see nothing going on. The same thing with a bamboo tree. But what the bamboo tree is, is that you keep on fertilizing it and you keep on watering it. The crazy thing is, is that once it cracks the dirt, it grows five, I think it's like five feet in less than like a couple days, five feet in a couple days. And bamboo tree is like one of the tallest trees ever. Now the question is, does the bamboo tree grow five feet in five days or five years? That's the question. That's the question. It's five it was growing underneath and you didn't even see it. No one sees what you're doing right now. I'm speaking to that's listening to my voice right now that will listen to this recording in 2055. You may hear this in 2055. Believe in yourself. Never give up. Even when you feel like it's over, don't give up. And every day I tell myself this every day I have to remind my and, and I'm not only speaking to you but I'm speaking to myself right now. Every day it's gonna be a struggle. Every day you gonna fuck up. Every day you gonna make a mistake, but those those fuck ups and every wake up is a present to you to be able to change your situation and what you're going through. And every day that you wake up you have a present from the higher from our higher power, whatever you want to call them, Jesus, Buddha, but whatever whatever the hell you call them, whatever you call your higher power, it's giving you another chance to wake up another day and change your situation and make it better. 
and to to generate generational wealth for generations to come. And that's what Behind the Scenes Radio is all about. That's it. That's it. And also, real quick, before we got to get out of here, you you also um, had a part in uh, Coast to Coast Mixtapes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So with coast to coast mixtapes, um, like I was, like I was, like I was saying from the beginning, I'm always saying artists got to put their dues in. I was with coast to coast mixtapes. I've been with coast to coast mixtapes now for like mm, twelve years now. Uh, you send your music into them, they get your music all over. You do if you if your music your music is good enough and you get enough votes, you can go on tour. So I didn't want to go on tour. So what I did was. I actually got it put on a mixtape, paid a little chunk change. Wasn't expensive, maybe like $25, $30 to get it on the mixtape. And um, it sold, uh, well, it was Faded, featuring um, dope-ass music, um, dope-ass music, uh, Bug, Bizarre, and um, what's the other kid's name? Yo, they all from California. Uh, from the Bay Area, DJ Casper Binks, DJ Casper Binks. Uh, that that whole mixtape, um, sold five hundred thousand downloads. Wow. Uh, and uh, I don't know. It was very. It was. It didn't really take that long to get those five. I'm pretty sure it's more now, but because it's been like almost what. Seven to eight years now since since we dropped that that That's maybe, maybe mm, about five years ago, four or five years ago, okay. we dropped that mixtape. But well, tell, oh. tell the listeners and the viewers where they where we can uh, connect and reach with you, uh, Curtis, uh, before we get out of here. Uh, right. They got a uh, link up with you. Okay, so. Uh, you can, for artists, if they want to send their music to Behind the Scenes Radio, artists send your music to B-H-I-N-D. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me say it. Let me back up. B-H-I-N-D-C-H-E-S-C-E-N-A-I-R-P-L-A-Y at gmail.com. That is Behind the Scenes Airplay at gmail.com. Make sure that you send it in MP3 format only. We do not take links. Don't send me no SoundCloud, no none of that stuff. Only MP3 links, blog talk, and the 24-hour show will not allow us to do anything but MP3. Make sure that you send us all your uh, your Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Send two pictures of bio if your music is hot. We're going to hit you up about the interview. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at b h i n d t h e s c e n underscore radio. You can follow me at Curtis E N T Productions on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can Google me, Nisi. Give me on Instagram is Nisi underscore the underscore royal. Um, on Facebook it's just Nisi Lee, or you can look up Royalty Promotions or how you doing, how you live in radio. Okay. And, like, and, we're, and we're also going to post uh, those links so that you can get in touch with him. Uh, 
through this uh, Instagram page and also on uh, the Comfort Level Podcast uh, page on Facebook as well and our other platforms. And you guys will be in touch. And also, we will be interviewing you either this next Thursday. Well, hold on. Well, it's either going to be this Thursday or next Thursday. This Thursday coming up or next Thursday coming up. We will be interviewing you on our network. So I can't wait for that. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm not going to act up either. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, but we got another thing coming. We we gonna um, get some sponsors and have uh, something good for the artists coming up, where the artists can get a little bit more exposure. Uh, yeah, like a spokesperson for the station. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're working on getting a spokesperson for the station. All they would basically have to do is is make a uh, what is it called a uh, radio uh, not a sound clip radio drop a radio drop for the radio station, basically saying who you are uh, that you listen to the hottest radio station in the universe behind the scenes radio. And we will promote that and the music. And yeah, yeah, just DM, DM us about more information about it. But yeah, that's coming up very soon. And that's going to be a joint thing between with me and you also. So, yeah. so we're working out the bugs. Y'all going to get more information on that later. But this is going to be some great stuff because we're going to uh, put the artists out front to represent us. Yeah. You know, so you you'll 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 be uh the representative of the station. That's wonderful. I think yeah. I think that's a good move for exposure. But Curtis and Nisi, I wanna thank you guys behind the scene radio came in and we had a nice conversation. It's not over because this is all about black support, supporting business, and that's what we're gonna keep doing it from this day on. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's all about. Helping each other, supporting each other. I know that's right. So, guys, and don't forget to support me. You know, go to anchor.fm slash first lady real. And click that support button. We need your support so that we can bring uh, more platforms for you guys to spread uh, spread your brands around. All right. So it's been wonderful, guys. Thank you for tuning in with me tonight. Every city, state, and borough. Thank you for listening to Mama Late Night. We usually come on Monday through Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m., but tonight was special. All right, guys, we're going to have a good evening. Thank you.